Welcome back to to Nap nap Time time Stories. If that doesn't sound the same as our previous episodes, we decided we don't care. (laughs) We're tired of listening back to see what we said. We have a stressful panic attack every time we start a nap time. We're like, dang it, how do we start this? Someone go find it. Then I'm like, does it really matter? No. So yeah. last time I checked, this is our podcast. Yeah, and we can do whatever and we this want. This is our <laughs> nap time stories. Good, good point. Thanks. Episode. Yeah. So something very exciting happened a couple weeks ago. What? What was it? Daddy Dale and I went to visit Tasha and Kyle in New Mexico. Ooh, New Mexico. Ooh. And it was so fun. It was the best vacation. It was like pretty chill naps every day. It was <laughs> Literally like the perfect vacation. I'm jealous. So, but there were some oddities that happened. So, the first day, the first full day we were there, we decided to go to Carlsbad Caverns that are near Carlsbad, New Mexico. and Which is like a five-hour drive from where we're staying in Albuquerque. Yeah, it seemed so long, too. It was weird. But it's probably because I was sitting in the back seat. I'm not used to having to sit in the back seat. But uh, we had, you had to make an appointment to go on the tour. And what was our appointment? 1230. And so you had to be there before 130. Yes. Yeah. So from 1230 to 130. So you had to check in in between those times. So we're driving along and we're probably about 15 minutes away and it's like 1215 and we're like, oh, okay. So we're going to get there right at 1230. Perfect. And all of a sudden, all of our phones, except for Kyle's, changes and jumps ahead an hour in time. So now it's like 1.15, and I'm starting to stress out because I'm like, we just drove like five hours. What if there really is a time change here and we didn't realize and we're going to get there an hour, like, and it's going to be too late. So I'm like really annoyed, and I'm like, okay, come on, hurry up, get there. Okay, just stop here. Like, don't park. We'll just run in. And then we run in, and it's 12.30. That is so weird. It was so, so weird. I don't know. I looked it up later. We were three and a half hours away from, like, the Texas border, which would have been the central time zone to jump ahead an hour. But, yeah, so I I have no idea. And we started to ask the elevator guy, but he wasn't really listening. Like, he was was getting us in the elevator. He He was was giving us our instructions for the cave. Uh, Daddy Dale, Tasha, and me, like, our time changed an hour, but Kyle's didn't. Weird. Yeah, and we were just sitting there like, okay, so what time is it? Yeah, and I and then we were teasing because we were near Roswell, you know. We're like, ooh. Kyle's like, we've been aduc- abducted by aliens and then brought back in. That's why we're in a weird funk time zone. <laughs> yeah, we lost a whole hour. But then uh, the next day we went to Roswell. If you have not been, I would recommend. I always wondered, like, what is in Roswell, New Mexico that would make aliens even want to visit? But then when I got there, I realized it used to have a big Air Force base where they did a lot of, like, testing and stuff. I think even for atomic bombs, wasn't it? Yeah. But besides that, nothing. Nothing's there. Except for Portofino's is there. Oh, yes. Portofino's. Oh, my gosh. If you go to Roswell, New Mexico, go to the UFO Museum, because that was actually really good. They did a good job. And there's, like, a set in there. Tosh, you should share that uh, TikTok you made. Oh, okay. With the alien. That TikTok was funny. It was hilarious. Yeah, will post it on our TikTok. There you go. Yeah. And, um, but yeah, and then we were just asking for recommendations of where to eat lunch. And they're like, oh yeah, there's this Italian place called Portofino's. Seriously, the best food 
Italian food I've ever had. Like fresh, fresh, fresh. So good. And every single one of us got the exact same thing. Yeah, the <laughs> tour of get? Italy. It was... Uh, it was and... Alfredo. So, like Alfredo pasta, chicken parmesan, and oh, yeah. the... And the it? manicotti. Manicotti. Mm, yeah, it was so sounds good. Sounds like my lactose intolerant self would not enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily, I'm okay with cheese. Lacto- la- I'm lactose intolerant, but cheese is fine. So. Wow. I have FOMO. You're missing out on this? Yeah. Oh, but I did bring you back an alien driver's license. She did, and Tosh painted me the cutest little alien ever. I know. We'll have to share those pictures. When we went to, uh, when we first got there, Tosh was showing me some of the artwork she's been painting with watercolors. And so I'm like, okay, you you need to do an alien in a ship for me. So then that way, you know, I can buy touristy stuff, but I don't need to buy like a picture. You can just paint one for me. And she did such a great job. It's so cute. So, and Wait, then, I to say something. oh, go ahead. I was going to say that my friend Lupe saw the little alien that you painted, Tosh. Mm-hmm. And she was like, you should get a tattoo of that. Mm. <laughs> oh, that's like you should. She was like on the other cheek, aside from your ghost. Oh, so you have <laughs> oh, a ghost on one side and a little alien so on the funny. other. That would be funny. That, funny. that is funny. And then um, we came back to Albuquerque. Yeah, so we went to this place called the Sawmill Eatery. If you're ever in Albuquerque, go there. It's like a high-end eatery where it's like a food court, but like high-end food court. So what did you get there? Really good. Um, I got some... Spring rolls. Spring rolls from Asian Mm, place. And then we got waffles for dessert. I got... It was like a Bananas Foster type waffle. Oh my gosh, it was so good. Sounds good. Yeah, Kyle wants to go back for those waffles. He's like, we should go back there and get more waffles. (laughs) They were good. And then we went, we drove around and saw like the Breaking Bad, like different houses from Mm -hmm. the movie. But oh my gosh, the people that own the house that was Walt in the the show. Walter White. Yeah. Like, you know, we, we just went and we didn't even get on the same side of the street. They have like a gate up and the lady literally just sits in her lawn and yells obscenities at you. Like if you stop. Why? Like we were clear on the other side of the street. And she's like, this is our private residence. Like, why are you here? And we're like, well, we're just taking we're a taking picture. We're taking a picture. Get your, get you hose, you know, get, you're just telling me. I think she dad, called us like, white hose. Yeah, get your white, <laughs> white trash hose off my yes. street, blah, blah, blah. And we're just like, um, wow. Like, this was a huge overreaction from, I mean, they even have a sign on the front that says, you know, take your photos across the street. Like, we were doing exactly what everything said to do to mm-hmm. be respectful. But, man. And I'm like, what a life. Like, how sucky would that be that you feel like you need to sit in your front lawn all day and yell, yell at people? people? Like, just go in your house and live your life. She probably I, got some stuff going on. Well, and I think more people probably come and annoy the crap out of her because, because they get a reaction that. out She's of her. She's like yeah, feeding probably. to the fire. Yeah. Where we went to Jesse's house and we were taking some pictures and the lady walking by is like, oh, here, I'll take your picture. You guys get in, you know, and like put us <laughs> yeah. all in. And then and she's like, oh, have you have you guys seen Better Call Saul with Jimmy, which we've talked about in our very first episode. <laughs> and and she's like, oh, that, that house is right here on the corner. And she like took us over to that. I'm like, wow, this oh, lady's so nice. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, just such a different reaction to it all. It was it was interesting. Oh, and... Report back on Fogo de Chao. Fogo, whatever. Chao, Cal. Did you guys go there? Um, Dad and Kyle went there. Oh, okay. But Tosh and Kyle had gone before and they said it was so good. And Daddy Dell backed it up. Yeah. He said way better than Tacanos. Really? Yeah. It's like a much more fancy place. Gotcha. 
And it was more expensive, obviously. It's but. super high end. Like think like Ritz Carlton, like mm-hmm. like chandeliers and like your chairs are like the silverware mm-hmm. is heavy. Gotcha. Like it, very it was nice. so nice. And yeah, I'm I'm glad Dad liked it. And meanwhile, when they did that, me and Mom got a pedicure. Oh, oh my gosh! And it was the cutest shop. What was it called? Pink Ribbon. Yeah, the owner of it has uh, survived breast cancer, and so like. Even the lights on the ceiling, they had, like, the pink ribbon with, like, lights in the ceiling. It was so cute. And the people were so nice. It did such a great job. Oh, my gosh. I wish I lived down there so I could go back again. (laughs) And don't forget Chiba Hut. Oh. (laughs) Yeah, they have a restaurant that's, like, theme is all about pot smoking. Like weed. So all their their sandwiches are called, like, different things. Like blunt. Yeah. Like the eight-inch is called a blunt sandwich. So that was good. But then the, what do you say, like the best, the coup d'etat. The I don't know highlight of the trip. Yeah, we did a ghost tour in Old Town, Albuquerque on Monday night. And I hadn't even thought about it because we do that all the time when we vacation. But this was the first time Kyle had ever done a ghost tour with us. Or even, a, was it his first time doing I a ghost tour ever. period? Yeah. So he was really into it. He was like taking so many pictures. Yeah. And he like got the like ghost box up on his phone. And so after the tour was over, we kind of walked around to some of the places and we're talking to see if we could get reactions. I mean, we did get things coming up and nothing like, oh, I feel like somebody was talking to us. But then Tosh and Kyle went over their photos and holy crap. You want to, you want to take it away on what you found? There was one in particular area where we toured that was like an alleyway. And, um, you know, she was just telling us about this ghost that, you know, haunted that area, whatever. And me and Kyle distinctly remember like a couple, like two individuals kind of down at the end of the alley just walking. And we're like, oh, well, what are they doing? Whatever. And then later when we looked at the pictures, because Kyle kind of took a picture in that direction, in the photo, there's three individuals, but one is not like a solid form, like a figure. Yeah, and it's standing like a, like five feet away or something from the other people. From the other couple. Like by itself. And so then we message, you know, Mama Dawn and Daddy Dell. We're like, do you guys remember seeing those people? And I guess Dad does remember seeing two people, but yeah. only two. Well, and how we were walking, we were walking out of the alley, and they were walking out of an alley on the opposite street. So we did, like, run into them. I don't really remember it, but Dad's like, oh, yeah, but yeah, I remember passing them. But we didn't pass that other person. <laughs> yeah, it was weird. And then we have another photo where um, you kind of had to zoom in, but there was a, it looks like a black face to us, like figure um, mm-hmm. in between like a wood railing at the top of like a house, like a balcony type. Yeah. Thing. So it's like a face looking through the balcony. Like yeah. Very pillars. interesting. Yeah. It was creepy. And then we saw a lot of orbs and stuff like that. It was yeah. really... I, Daddy Dell and I have been on tons of ghost tours and we've taken pictures and I don't think we've ever caught anything. So that was very Maybe it's interesting. Kyle was there. Yeah, yeah. I think that that was a very successful ghost tour. <laughs> I'm jealous. So, and then we took them to the airport and it was sad. Yeah. <laughs> and then, then we were back home. And then I got them back. <laughs> <laughs> well, and my, my kitties, though, were sure happy to have me back. They oh my like gosh. would not. They, I like normally at night they might fall asleep with us, but then like a little while they'll just leave and then we shut the door so they don't sleep with us all night. But no, they refused. Like dad tried to take, uh, uh, Goose was sleeping by me and dad tried to take him out and he sat him down and then he ran back into the room. Like he beat dad there so that he could stay in the room. It was funny. So 
So they've been sleeping with us a lot lately because they, they're afraid we're going to go away again, I think. <laughs> they're like, don't leave me. Yeah, I was watching them while they were gone. And Maverick was so upset that they left that he wouldn't even come say hi to me. Yeah, it I was, was like, probably like... I had nothing to do with this, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? Like three or four or five days or something? And it was then like he four finally... days. And then he finally came to me and wanted me to pet him. <laughs> he was giving you the silent treatment. <laughs> so <laughs> It wasn't even your fault. If you are one of our amazing active listeners and you happen to be traveling to new mexico in the albuquerque roswell carlsbad area and if you want to message us we can help you maybe pick some things to do yeah no it was very fun it was a that was a great vacation well i guess now we can get into stories from other people so tosh do you want to start us off sure i can start us off okay so um one of our listeners sent us um an email of course um, now, this listener, though, however, actually happens to be my aunt. Aunt Carolyn, right? Aunt Carolyn, yes. <laughs> okay. So my Aunt Carolyn, um, she sent this email, and he- I'm just going to read, you know, kind of what she said. So she said, um, we were at a hotel. Um, so she's referring to herself and grandma or her mom, my grandma. So we were at a hotel. Mom pooped in the toilet before we left to go do something outside, like hiking or something. And then I pooped outside somewhere. We then were at a park and someone said that a sports team had rented the old boys home and turned it into an Airbnb. I went there to look at it because I couldn't figure out how many people would fit in there. So, and then she noted that when herself and her mom pooped in this dream, the poop was white. Weird. Weird. Yeah. So <laughs> so she says mom had white poop and it was in the toilet. It was just a little bit. And then when I was outside or, you know, Carolyn was outside, she said that she had a big white poop. Oh, so she had like gone to the bathroom outside at some point. Yeah. Like basically oh. she just like pooped outside. Squatted. <laughs> she squatted. Um, and then the boy's home um, actually was her old um, residential like family home. Yeah, that, my dad built a really large house that was purchased and turned into a boy's home. So in the dream, this boy's home, though, was turned into like an Airbnb where you like rent it out to, you know, individuals and such. And she said a basketball team was staying there? Uh, some type of sports team had oh, like rented team. it out. Okay. And so in her dream, she goes down to basically see like, hmm, how are they all going to fit in this house? Which I could see them fitting. It was a big house. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and then basically when she, in the dream, when she went down to the house to look around, she basically says that um, there were spaces in it like a hotel. But of course, that didn't really exist in real life. They didn't really have like hotel rooms mm-hmm. in a house. So it was like changed. There was things that weren't there before. Correct. Oh, and then she does mention that they went to a park, which there was a park next to your home mm-hmm. when you grew up. So makes sense. So I did interpret this dream just to help her make a little bit more sense of it because it was just kind of random. Yeah, the white poop. Yeah, so random. To dream of a park symbolizes a momentary escape from reality. So perhaps, you know, you're craving some time outside of a current situation you're in or there may be like something bad coming that you don't really want to acknowledge and so you're escaping it through your dream in a park. Interesting. Um, Dreaming of white poop they actually say is fairly common really really yeah i've never dreamed of white poop i've I've never never. dreamed about white poop that is so that does not seem common at all (laughs) if you've dreamed of white poop send that email to dead to the world podcast at gmail.com 
So dreaming of poop, so take out the white for a moment, just poop in general, um, reflects a, <laughs> I thought this was funny. It's a reflection of freedom, <laughs> which makes well, sense. Well, you know, you do feel really good after you release it. <laughs> like, oh, I'm free of that baggage. Right. So they say, you know, maybe you'd feel relieved or satisfied after you poop. Yeah, that's that's a good description of the feeling. Now, bring back in white. White poop specifically um, would basically meaning you need to go into like a larger world experience of life. So it could reveal like a transformation, essentially, which I mean, if you're poop, if poop is like being relieved and satisfied of something and then bringing in the white adds on like the transformation or experience of life, that kind of makes sense. So if... Again, it kind of goes with the escaping to the park, right? Right. So you're kind of like escaping something and, and experiencing something new. Correct. And then Maybe. now I'm going to throw in the family home that she dreamed of. So in her dream, of course, she mentions it was like a boy's home, but essentially it was her family home. Correct. So an old house or family home is usually a symbol of the past. Um, you know, it could mean that you are about to meet someone whom you have not met for a long time. So overall, my interpretation of this dream for my Aunt Carolyn um, is that, you know, there's something in your life that maybe you don't want to acknowledge, possibly. And um, if you just need to reflect on um, transform, trans, like the transformation in your mind, you know, like okay. relieve yourself of like the stress of that. Like, how do you know what's coming, you know? Uh, relieve yourself and satisfy um, of being able to take courage and in both hands and claim yourself. Like, don't let other people walk over you. Just make mm -hmm. sure you're making like a transformation that's going to be positive for yourself. That makes sense. Also, I mean, I have dreamed about my family home a lot and not this particular house, but there was one right next door to it that we lived in before my dad built that one. And I dream about that house all the time. But when I dream about it, it's always a little different. Like it's been remodeled. There's new rooms, that kind of thing. And I looked it up once and it was basically saying that if you dream about your childhood home, but it's different, you're acknowledging that like that's where you got your foundation, but you've changed. So I kind of feel like that might be the same thing too. Like yeah. she's a different person now than she was right. back then. And I think that her dreaming about like her mom and the dream, because, uh, you know, we grandma has passed. Um and just dreaming of something that I guess is common, but I didn't ever would have thought it was common. <laughs> yeah. That just, you know, don't dwell on the past. Like, be able to transform into, like, yeah. the future. Let it go and, and move forward. Exactly. Interesting. Good job. Thanks. So I have I one like more, that. but I'm going to save it for the end. Okay. Uh, Lexi, do you want to do yours next? Yeah. I'll go ahead. Mine is from a listener named Michelle. Hi, Michelle. Hi, Michelle. And it's just a dream of hers that I'm going to share. She didn't ask to interpret or anything. So okay, I will just share it. It says, I lay down next to my husband and was starting to fall asleep. All of a sudden, I could feel my body start to fall and it was a super weird sensation. I knew I was dreaming or asleep. Then I heard a weird voice and saw a flicker of blue light. I woke up and felt extremely cold, grabbing onto my husband because I was scared. I checked the time and it was 3.33 a.m. I went into the family room and watched TV until 5 a.m. because I felt super eerie and couldn't fall back asleep. It was super spooky. Oh, man. 
Had, had they been playing the midnight game? Right. <laughs> oh, we sure hope not. <laughs> we sure hope not, Michelle. Oh, man. I hate but, that, though, when you can't get back to sleep. Though waking up at 3.33, I'd be so scared. Yeah, so specific and, like, the dead time, basically. And, like, feeling like you're floating kind of. Because I feel like you see that in scary movies. Mm, like I wonder if there was, bed, like, like, maybe floating. an astral projection something happening. Oh, maybe. Possibly. That, that was got actually my first thought. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, that is weird. Ooh. Well, Michelle, Ooh. hopefully you're not still scared of that. <laughs> hopefully you can go to bed. <laughs> yeah. Let us know if you astral project. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, my stories today are a culmination of just like some coworker stories because everybody that I work with knows that I do this podcast and we at lunch, you know, they'll ask me how it's going. And it's really funny because they always tell me like bits and pieces of dreams and different things. But do they email me? No. Note to all my coworkers listening, sass. please email me your stories. <laughs> <laughs> so the, these are funny though. So the first one, um, a coworker said that they do not remember dreaming uh, in their past, but about a year after they were prescribed a CPAP for sleep apnea, the dreams came. And not only did they come, but they got to a point that they could really remember them. And the dreams were ex- extremely vibrant and full of color, and they could remember everything. Um, they could even occasionally control the dreams or lucid dream. And they told me that they would love for us to do an episode and find out from other people who have CPAPs, like if they've noticed a difference in their dreams. Hmm. So this is a call to action for anyone listening. If you have a CPAP and you noticed a change in your dreams, or even if you didn't, I, we would love to know. So please send us um, that information at deadtotheworldpodcast at gmail.com. So, and then another coworker uh, told me that uh, they had a dream that involved work. So he and another coworker were staying in a hotel for a trade show. When they got to the hotel, they had to wait in the lobby to check in. And while they were waiting, they started talking about NASCAR. The hotel attendant started laughing at them and calling them rednecks because they were talking about NASCAR. The hotel manager heard what was going on and immediately came out to apologize for the employee and handed them each a check for $1,500 as compensation. He was telling me that it was a really weird dream and he can't figure out why he was even dreaming about NASCAR. Um, The only reason that we could think of when we were talking is that Daddy Dale and Colby went to a NASCAR race not very long ago, like the weekend before he had this dream. And so he's like, I must have dreamed about it because we were talking about it at work. Well, I mean, I would take that compensation check. I know. I was like, oh, if only anytime somebody said something offensive, we could get a $1,500 check. <laughs> you know, for real. Uh, but, you know, just call them the stimulus checks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but on the other hand, too, that is kind of what's happening in our world. So it doesn't really seem that odd that he might dream that because it seems like everybody's suing everybody over anything little, you know. That's true. So anyway, it's just weird. And then um, an acquaintance of mine, this one's actually not from work, but um, an acquaintance of mine started listening to the podcast recently, and they were telling me that they enjoyed the astral projection equals mind blown episode. And they said that they actually knew someone um, who could astral project, which I thought that was strange because this person kind of puts off a vibe that they don't really believe in the paranormal at all. So, and like I say, I don't know if that's true of this person, but just my interactions with them would make me think that. 
Um, and they told me that they knew a man that could astral project and that he had a sister that lived in a different state that had been not doing very well. And he was so worried about her that one night he just meditated until he was able to ast- astral project to her home. And then he just watched her for a while. And, you know, once he confirmed that she was doing fine, then he like came back to his own body. But the next day he called his sister and was like, hey, last night, you know, were you doing X, Y, Z? And were you wearing this or that? And she confirmed that, yes, all those things he said was true. Oh, my gosh. So and then he told her that he astral projected to check on her. Wow, that's crazy. So, yeah, I thought that that was really interesting because I never, I mean, that's probably the closest firsthand besides my, you know, dental office experience where I may have astral projected (laughs) or started to. So that was cool. Like just a confirmation that it is a real thing. Yeah, that's cool. And then um, and then another uh, coworker. Uh, I have a coworker who said that they do suffer from uh, sleep paralysis. And they've never told me any stories about like actually what they see. I, I don't think they want to discuss that because I can't coax them into it. <laughs> but they did say the best advice that they were ever given. And they wanted me to make sure I mentioned this on the podcast, though, so that other people would know is that he was told to fall backwards. So if ever he's having a sleep paralysis experience, he just put like envisions putting his arms across his chest and just falling backwards. And every time he wakes right up and can move. Interesting. So he just said, you know, anybody who's suffering from that, like try it because it totally works for him every time. Hmm. Oh, that's good advice. Yeah. Someone will have to let us know. So that was my my little tidbits. Oh, yeah, that's true. Tell yeah. Sebastian. Mom, Mama Don did tell him about that. But oh, did I tell him already? Yeah, you did. I can't remember. The other week, but I don't think he's <laughs> had any reason to try it out yet. But oh, okay. Hopefully he lets us know. Yeah, that would be cool. So, all right, that's all I had, Tosh. Okay, I will circle back around now. Oh, I have another listener story from Katie. Thanks, Katie. <laughs> I like wait for you guys to like acknowledge. <laughs> Say something. <laughs> okay. Katie. So, So Katie goes on to say, I was with my family, and she says it was her dad, her stepmom, her older sister, and her daughter, and then her son. So her older sister, so it would be her niece, her sister and her niece, and her own son. We somehow ended up at Seven Peaks Water Park, and it had just opened, and no one was there. It's not called Seven Peaks anymore. It's called Splash Summit. You're right. Yes, it's called Splash Summit. In Provo, Utah. In Provo, Utah. It once was called Seven Peaks. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, she says that there was a little kid slide that had a fake tree, but in her dream it was a real tree, and it had mold all over it. She says her and her son went down the slides and then over to the Lazy River, where all the trees along the Lazy River were growing mold circles on them. Ew. That's gross. One, I would think, K hey, Seven Peaks or Splash Summer, whoever you want to, you know, clean your trees. But it's just a <laughs> dream. <laughs> So I did pull just, you know, some main things from that dream. And of course, the first one is water park. So the water park suggests that you are thinking about times gone by. So you're reflecting of the past. Yes. Okay. Um, And so the dream may be urging her to maybe move on from that because she's not enjoying the present. Oh, so thinking about the past is affecting the present. Mm -hmm. Correct. Got it. That makes more sense. Okay. And then trees. Now... Just a tree in your dream in general relates to your personal journey through life. So how you experience things and how they shape you, like as you grow, as a tree grows. That's kind of interesting because there's like the tree of life. Oh. So that makes sense. Anyway, sorry, continue. No, you're fine. Now add mold to that. So 
um, mold. Now, I want you guys to keep in mind that these are two separate interpretations. So the tree is one. Now, this is mold. Okay. Mold is um, to be experiencing anxieties or stress. So it could signify, um, you know, maybe tough times where it's pushing you to have like self-development or maybe like a spiritual enlightenment or something in that nature. Okay. Now, to dream of the mold on a tree means that you will have an argument with a stubborn person, which I thought interesting. was interesting. So um, my interpretation in a sense would be that, you know, don't reflect on your past. Make sure that you are within your presence, which in this, it was a family fun activity. She was with her son, her sister, her niece, you know, like don't miss out on those fun family opportunities or mm-hmm. memories. And then with the mold on the tree, just, you know, don't let other people surrounding you take away from like a fun family experience. Makes sense. So don't, you know, someone might not be in the mood to listen to you. Someone might be speaking loudly or rolling their eyes with you. So just like, don't stress out about that. The point is like to just enjoy the time that you have and basically, you know, move on with your future. That makes sense. Well, and I don't know. I mean, to me, I kind of thought too where the family was there that it could also be like some uh, issues with the family in the past might be affecting like current situations with the family. So also like let those go. I also thought that move as well. forward and don't let don't let that like affect your future. You know, you still need to have a relationship with your family, but just because people are family doesn't mean that you can let them make you feel bad, I guess. Exactly. And and in a sense, I guess my analogy would be like if you're a tree and you're growing and you're blooming, don't let the negative people in your life be the mold that stick to your tree. That's perfect. That was the perfect way Very to say it. <laughs> yeah. So that was my last you one want to for be today. A, a clean, free, growing tree, not a diseased, sad tree. Yes. Well, awesome. That was a fun nap time episode. Do you have anything else to share? I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> so we appreciate you being here, enjoying this exclusive nap time episode with us with our New Mexico adventures. So join us again for a. Nap time story. Bye.